All right, quiet in the studio. Isn't it great to get rid of the raven? <laughs> Here we go. All right, let's start this off. Well, good evening. And we've just had a wonderful podcast with our fabulous Scottish correspondent, the Cutter. And now we're moving on to the specials. Say hello, Trevor Nichols, a.k.a. The Gazelle. Go ahead. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to our special, which will be very, very special. It will be. It's about popular culture. Go ahead, Statsman. Hello again. How are we? Um, Keep it short and sweet, I think. I know. Steve had to go. Boo. Yeah, we're not sorry about that. No, <laughs> Jamie what do you mean, had boo? to milk the goat. Yeah, he had to milk the goat. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, he's in Barmouth. He's not in the country. Anyway, all right, okay. This is about preserving our indigenous identity and culture. This is part six, and this is about popular culture. And this is a series of specials that we've been doing about trying to preserve everything that is anything to do with this country. And I don't know how successful we've been so far. What do you think, Stats? Mm, they've given some answers, but it's it's not us who can implement them, is it, really? So Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. Uh, but the, the answers are there. All right. Well, look, I'll, I'll open things up, okay? Um, I, I just feel that this is a topic of great importance. This is the influence of popular culture and its alleged toxicity driven by materialism and identity politics. And I think that we're living in an era where entertainment holds significant sway over our society. I think it's crucial to examine the impact it has on our collective consciousness. All right? Now, there are those who would argue that popular culture has become poisonous, poisoned by the relentless pursuit of materialism. And it can be claimed that the relentless consumerism depicted in movies, music, and advertisements promotes a shallow and materialistic mindset, leaving us trapped in a cycle of constant desire and dissatisfaction. There you go. Is that a good opening for everybody? Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So are we going to start with entertainment then, I think? Yeah, go ahead. We'll go with music. Where do we start with this one? Who should be an expert? I'm going to start with the, the quality of music. Okay. It's gone downhill, hasn't it, to be honest? It's all samey-samey. We had the glory years, didn't we? I think 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s were fantastic for music. Yeah. yeah. Think of all the bands and all the artists. Wow. Are you still listening to them today? Yes. My question is, will you be listening to today's music in the future? No. I don't know. That's the biggest thing. Um, I've noticed some of the young people actually more enjoy the older music now. It's throwaway I, I stuff. I agree with their stats, but I'm, uh, just a, one observation, I'd only say 60s, 70s, maybe 80s, I'm struggling with 90s. Well, I grew up in the 90s, you see, so I'm a little biased. Ah, right, right. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm. But I'd definitely say certainly 70s, 80s, because yeah. that's being just used and used and used. Well, is there something, is there still something British about music today? I don't know. All I see is it promoting sex and violence more and more as the years go by. Mm. And the message as well. It's getting pumped out, isn't it? I think the yeah, message. The message. 
Their stats, yeah. And, and I've got to go over to Sam Smith on that. Oh, mm. don't, don't. I mean, no, what kind no, of a no, message I, I is that guy sending? That, but I'm sorry, but this is the way it's going. Yeah. It's got to be stopped. Remember, Trev, when music used to be about love. Yeah. Yes. Love and people played instruments. That's yes. right. Played real yeah. instruments. It's not like that now. It's they the weren't manufactured. No. It was not about political messages. It was all about love, well, life, everything, wasn't it? I think some of the left-wing artists and bands have been pumping out political messages, but it didn't really affect anything, did it? It wasn't, it wasn't affecting children. Well, the big thing was when you went to Glastonbury and you had one of the bands saying, say it loud, say it clear, refugees are welcome here. And did you see the size of the walls around Glastonbury? Slightly hypocritical. Yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, how many refugees were actually there attending the event? No, I think the majority of the crowd, they got all free. <laughs> I think someone said the majority of the crowd were white. Yes, well, that was the other thing. Mm. They were, it wasn't very diverse. And it was rumoured that there were 600 BBC employees there attending the event. Me. What I want to know is how many of the government parliamentarians were there on free tickets you know it's mm. something to actually check MP, out yeah to actually see what's uh why they were there what was the purpose of it i mean was it you know that they are there for were they actually helping their constituents by being there so i don't mind these concerts to be honest i think look what's happened to music it used to be you listen to music now it's become this visual thing which i think's probably come from America maybe, MTV and all this, and you've got to have a mansion and sports cars and bitches and hoes and guns. And it, really? It's just, are they decent role models for our children? That's what we should be asking no, ourselves. No, I would agree with you. I don't think so. I, well, this is where it sort of moves across because music and also the way that it's portrayed on TV and in broadcast and the stories that comes across, it starts to involve identity politics. It does. Do you remember when TV just had three channels, John? Yep. I think back then it was original. And no remote controls. No. Somebody had original. to get up and move. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the aerial. <laughs> if something was, was wrong, yep. It was original though, wasn't it? And it was, it was funny as well. It was about entertainment. The family would sit around and watch these shows. And, you'd, and you're still talking about them to this day. Yep. What were the kids going to talk about in the future? Flashing the pan YouTube channels that were there one day and, and gone disappeared the next. the next, yeah. I don't think so. And as you said, it's just more woke and politically influenced garbage, isn't it? We used to have amazing sitcoms, didn't we? You know, so, about like Faulty Towers and like Only Fools and Horses. What's left now? It's not funny anymore. It's is not. It? It's not funny. Uh, also, I you know there used to be things like you'd see Morecambe and Wise. Yeah, comedy on sketches. TV and comedy sketches. Yeah. And then you'd see them at the nighttime and they'd both be sitting in bed reading the paper. Nobody, nobody questioned, nobody said, are they homosexual? No. What about game shows as well? We used to have some caucus, didn't you? The whole family would sit around and watch Bullseye and stuff like yeah. that. Now what have you got? It looks like a 2P machine, just glorified. You're like, what's that? Yeah, I agree. Scraping that battle for that, aren't we? To be honest, but I don't, I don't know what the TV stations are doing. But do you think the TV and the broadcasters are actually being utilised to get political messages across? Well, definitely. When you look at the soaps, 
I mean, through COVID, they were pushing the message. They're always pushing the identity message about different races. It's just, well, they're called programs, or maybe it's programming. It's just non-stop now. And it's literally, I don't think many people really actually watch TV. Well, not many people I speak to. Still big money. Read, to be honest. Still you know. big money. They're still attracting big money. It is, but you've got your subscription things now, so people can go and pick and choose what they watch rather than just watching whatever was on. Well, then, but from that can, bigger but, picture then, Mark, do you think, uh, you know, like companies like Netflix and Amazon, do you think they're exerting any kind of influence from the programming that they're making? Well, they're, gonna, they're starting to do the same now, aren't they? You see? But then people have the choice. They can just switch off. Again, the whole family used to sit around and watch one program, where now everyone's in different rooms watching different things. I think it's breaking down social cohesion as well, to be honest. But So what we're talking about is, do you think that popular culture has turned toxic with yeah. identity politics. Definitely. Okay, so you would you argue that popular culture has become saturated with divisive narratives? Oh, most certainly. They're always put, pitting each other against one another, aren't they? In one way or another. If it's not your race, it's your sexuality or your gender or what political side of the uh, but equation s- you're on. But some of the programmes and some of the films... Oh, yeah. Haven't actually hit home with the audiences because, like, for example, you know, they included lesbian scenes in certain cartoons. Problem we've got, John, is the films are mostly made in America, aren't they? They didn't work. So it, uh, their culture's influencing ours by what films they make. And at the minute, these just seem to be remaking all the old classics but turn them into woke disasters. Correct. It's, That's it's, the it's point shocking, I was going to make. Really. And, and it doesn't work, message. does it? No, when I mean, you got black actors playing white historical figures, oh, that, not vice versa. It We're doesn't work. Fair, no. Yeah. Do you think, I'll put this to Trevor, do you think it's crucial to strike a balance in our consumption of popular culture, Trevor? Yeah, I do, because the adverts that we've been seeing lately, it's not real life. The forcing, the forcing, um, interracial marriages on TV. Interracial marriages, and 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 as I saw the other day, which I found really odd, there was adverts. I can't remember what it was. I can't say an advert about gays because that doesn't sound right. But it was it, they they put on this interracial grey partnership with with, with with a black bloke and a white bloke who were gay. Yeah, and I'm thinking, you know, stop it with eighty two percent of the population in this country, straight, heterosexual. Why are they doing this? Why has every advert got to Eight. include somebody from another race or, you know, an 82%. interracial marriage? And I'm, I, I have never seen, I've, this might sound controversial, and a lot of people probably won't like it, but I've never, I've never ever seen an advert with a, a Chinese, with a Pakistani person. Yep. Mm. Oh, they wouldn't like that. I haven't seen that. Why? Tell me why. I don't like Sundays. It's not good for marketing in China. That's why. I'll be honest and say exactly what it is. This is all yep. to make money, this trend. Yep. And what they do is they're going to bleed the new market, which they see as the LGBT and whatever else goes along with that. It's, it's probably profit for these companies. They're just thinking, what market can we tap into now? But as the uh, owners of Bud Light found out, it doesn't work. No. They you found know, a target big audience. Style. You need to stick to exactly. that appeal to them, not... The minority, and the Otherwise, sooner the better. That, that keeps backfiring. Yeah. No, well, twenty nine billion yeah. they lost after the shares. Yeah, good. Go woke, go broke. Brilliant. 
Yeah. You know, and it has say. worked that way. It's worked out with other companies as well. They know it. Yeah. Wix. Again, that's that's bad management, isn't it? Because you wouldn't, if you're selling um, products for children, you wouldn't advertise it aimed at adults, would you? It's just stupidity. Yeah, stupidity. It's it's simple business, and they're not very good at it. So. Well, okay, so we talked about music. We talked about broadcast. Now let's go on to that other version of broadcast, news and media. And you've got to ask yourself the question, has the news and media landscape become politically biased? Mm. <laughs> Do we really need to answer that? Yeah. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Can yeah. I just pick up on this one? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask that, where are we going to be in, I don't know, let's, put, let's project ourselves 10 years, right? Where are we going to be in 10 years if we follow this pattern that we keep following? Now, is the media changing? And I think it is, yes, hopefully. We've got a couple of new channels, haven't we? We've got Talk TV, we've got GB News, and most certainly we've got online channels. Well, Mayor Tusi is one of them. There's a few Mayor others Tusi, there. Yeah, there is a few. There's a, some of the Haver as well. Mike Haver, I think it is. Uh-huh. And, and there's also you know, Cheshire Matters. Cheshire, yes, most definitely, yeah. I mean, but we... we you know, are we going to change things with this? Let's hopefully we will do. So well, where will we go? Where are we going to be in ten years if we don't change it? And I think it is changing. I really do think it's changing slowly, but I think we get in there. Well, Cheshire Matters will be remembered because every single piece of any recorded media will always be around in one form or another. And it will always be there, and it will be archived. So the conversations that we're having will be there. Go ahead, Statsman. I think that is right. I think viewing figures tell the tale, or the way they try and portray them. I think alternative media has definitely taken over. I just don't think the uh, dinosaur media have, have quite cottoned on yet, or maybe they have, but they've left it too late. But I remember once when the media and the press used to get to the bottom of issues, didn't they? Yeah. the people and look into things and do some real it, and people you know, would feel that they're actually stuff. telling the truth yeah but now they're just a mouthpiece for the government or whatever woke band of morons are uh, shouting on twitter the loudest and as you said, you it, what, it, it so you're saying biased. you're saying that you know you're talking about they're lying either by omission misinformation say, yeah. and poor journalistic standards correct uh, which is eroding the public trust in the media yeah. Hence why the likes of us and everybody else has gone off to do their own thing because yep. they can't be trusted anymore. Yeah. Go ahead, Trevor. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I, I just want to bring up this. Thank you very much. I know thing. I'm that good. I am Avfab and I know that. <laughs> I'm just like this Nigel Farage thing was going on just recently. Well, he won the the Trick Awards. You know, we it, mentioned yeah. that last week. Now, yeah. Now he won the Trick Awards, and within days. And if you look at the look at the calendar, look at the uh, the timeline. Yeah, he won the trick awards, and within days, his bank was cancelled. Yeah. I actually think that he, he said that had been happening for a couple of months. Actually, it's just and the timing it. of it happening yeah. at oh, that yeah, time. It, it, yeah, yeah, we well, probably it, knew he was going to win it. So, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, so, but that's the fact of it that it happened within a couple of days. It might have been going on for months, yeah, but it happened within a couple of days of him winning that trick thing, and. Uh, he's also put out. I mean, don't forget, he's not. He doesn't bank with the likes of WeBank. He doesn't no. bank no, with Nationwide or anything Coots. like that. He's with he, he has a private banking system, and they turned around and said, "Well, your wealth is not sufficient for this." Yeah, they said it to the criteria. BBC. I mean, they were discussing his business affairs with the BBC. 
Yeah. Shocking. I mean, well, it, it's it, it's the beginning, isn't it? But the point is, this will turn around. Well, I'm sure it's going to turn around. Well, another point that should be made is how quick it is to get some of this news out and to put it into the public domain. That's the beauty of digital now, and that's yeah. the beauty. Ah, that's exactly. the beauty of the way that exactly. we can actually put stuff out. I mean, because exactly. we have quite a quite a big presence on um, Twitter. We are continually sending out tweets every day, and the tweets are getting views of between a minimum of between ten thousand, right up to about eighty thousand views, and quite a few likes. And I, quite simply, platforms like Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, and all the rest of that stuff. And not so much Instagram. All right, well, let's let's find out when uh, when Elon Musk beats the crap out of Zook. <laughs> Although Mark will actually say, no, he thinks it's going to be the other way around. But um, I don't know. I'm just thinking if Zuckerberg's in training now, he's going to be he's going to be fresh, isn't he? Well, the same thing Musk is- might be a bit rusty. But then again, he might he might punch like Mike Tyson. We don't know. Well, also, you know, like so yeah. he doesn't have to play fair. I mean, if he utilizes some Jap street fighting techniques, yeah, yeah. then uh, Zook is out of the yeah. show. I think if Zook gets him on the ground, though, mate, he'll yeah, yeah, he'll yeah, shine, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Be, be good to watch, though, wouldn't it? Well, speaking well, of sport, sports part of our yeah, sport is another part of it. What about what well about the people taking the knee? Well, it's the problem that this is infected as well, isn't it? Yeah, like literally. And look it's at BLM like, themselves. BLM have been proven, right, to be bankrupt. Yeah. Again, a bit like the other things we've discussed. It was about the love of the game. Now it's just purely profit-led. And politics and virtue signaling. That's right. That's, I think that's it. Why are they doing it? it? Just play the game. entertaining, yeah. But also, it's not affordable for the working class anymore. Jeez, when you go to a football match and a pie yeah. costs you four pound. Yeah. You know, that's just disgusting. Plus the ticket prices and all the, the memorabilia and the merchandise. Oh, yeah. But I remember... We football used, well, shirts we to... costing... How much does a football shirt cost now? Oh, I, I went so. into uh, about 70, 80 quid now, John. It's ridiculous. I refuse to pay for them. Um, remember when we used to talk about the game? So after the football, you spoke about football. The beautiful it's game. It's not now. It's all this other crap, isn't it? I mean, who would have thought the start of a World Cup, you'd have the commentator or pundit talking about political issues? Oh, do shut up and just talk or about wearing football. the alphabet cruise badges. Yeah, if they were that that yeah, yeah. and offended, just don't go there in the first place. But they went there. They had a little virtue uh, signal, and then it was well, just ignore it now and crack on with the football. No, sports has been infected too, and it's a That's, shame, really. Yes, but are we going to fix this? <laughs> well, wow. okay. Well, so what? What are the potential solutions? You know, for oh, entertainment, God. it's possible that we could encourage diverse perspectives and narratives in entertainment. Mm-hmm. showcasing a wide range of cultures, backgrounds, and experiences, but not allowing them to actually be abused. How, well, do, you, how would... do you promote, you know, responsible content? You can't. I, I, I'll be honest. I think we just let TV die. It's just woke nonsense now. I think the subscri- subscription-based entertainment's on the rise. People can get to pick and choose. So if you don't like something and they've gone woke, just, just don't fund them and hopefully they'll die. As okay. I said before, viewing figures are down. Defund- I don't think there's any way back. So defunding no back is now. the answer. Go ahead. Yeah, it used to be a big part of our culture growing up, but I think let it die and progress now. Okay, Trevor? Totally agree there, Matt. The yeah. only way you can do it, by your feet. Yeah. You don't Voting like with it, your feet, yeah. Don't watch it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. If they're promoting woke, don't watch it. 
unfortunately, you're going to lose, you know, your football game. Try to go somewhere that's, you know, to watch it elsewhere that's not promoting woke. Woke, sorry. I mean, what you've got, what you've got these days is you've got two channels that are there doing, uh, which is Talk TV, which is supposedly anti-woke, and you've got CB News, that is basically the Conservative Party on air for me. That's that's the way I feel. Yeah. Um, So basically, don't watch CB News and watch. What you mean, GB News? Uh, we called it CB because it's conservative. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. I know, that. I know. I've yeah, just, just wanted to say. Just basically turn it off and watch talk TV um, as much as you can until they get, you know, more woke and then don't watch them and watch somewhere mm. else. So have we got it? So, so what you're saying is actually defund. That's what you're yeah. talking. You're saying defund. Let them die. I'd say let the dinosaur media die and be replaced, like we said, with alternative sources who are actually yes. going to give people the truth and the full facts. Might be yeah. some fake news in there, but people have to do due diligence. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. they tried it with Tucker Carlson, didn't they, over in mm. the States, and uh, he came back massive. Yeah. You know, and he's 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 doing good. He's he's doing he's doing okay. I yeah. think we could save sports. Go on. You're only going to do it by direct action. No yeah. other way. No other way, direct action. If they keep putting petrol prices up, don't use SO for one day. day. Yep. Then don't use Tesco for one day. It's the same don't thing with somebody else. It's as simple as that. They will drop the prices. And it's exactly what people can do, for example, with the banks. If a bank is really, really downing on somebody, all yes. anybody has to do is just go to that bank and say, we want all our money. And then yeah. they do a run on the bank because everybody yeah. knows that these banks do not have good balance sheets. And if they go exactly. in and the banks have to pay it out, they cannot refuse you if you've got money in the bank. And you just go in and you just remove all your money and the bank has to pay it. And the bank will absolutely crap themselves. That's I where the people Northern have Rock. the power. In the 1980s, Northern Rock. That's yep. exactly what happened to them. Exactly. Go ahead, Stats. It's going to be tough with, with sport trying to get people to vote with the feet. Because I've tried doing it myself when the uh, the Premier League and Sky clamped down on showing the three o'clock games, which has destroyed a lot of businesses in this country. I think we're seeing a bit of light because I think all sport and the governing bodies and sport should ban all political opinions and stick to entertainment. So you're fans. saying let's let's separate sports from politics. Yeah, I think maybe... Well, then let's get rid of Gary Lineker then because he's yeah. a total... He, <sighs> Did that, think, that guy just gets on my nerves. I think paying respects to the dead may be acceptable, you know, the likes of remembrance things. But I think we've we've now got to we've got to ban this to to stop this message being pushed. The people just want to see sport, and it's got to be made affordable for the working classes. And if that means reducing some of these sports stars' wages because they're getting above the station, I think that needs God, to be the done. Amount of money with, that these with, these footballers with film, get is unbelievable. There's, there's much left. It's got to change eventually, film, hasn't it? Yeah. I think that'll change when the accountants work out that woke does not make a profit. It's actually, if you've anyone seen the new Top Gun film, it, it showed that it's possible to make good films yeah. if you stick to good ideas. It's got to be about ideas and storylines. I mean, you look at someone like George Lucas with Star Wars, he had all these stories in his head and he, he made plots for the film and he used... Yeah, but they, they were good themes, though, Mark. Films, not just one message, get it out. But know? they were good themes. They were yeah. talking about good and evil. Yeah, but they're based on, on political agendas now. 
And yeah. I think they need to wake up. But then again, if Hollywood died off, then it's no great, great loss, is it? How, uh, I mean, yeah. one solution that I think where news and media is concerned, and I'm going to start to wrap this up, is yeah. I think we need to get the people engaged in critical thinking. We need the public to start saying, hang on a minute. What's, what's that about? Why is that, why is that that way? And questioning enabling individuals to discern biased or misleading information. That's what I think is needed on that score. And there's, you know, independent journalism, you're quite right, it's got to happen. And diverse media outlets to counteract the influence of conglomerates yeah. and encouraging investigative reporting. Go ahead, Mark. The one that saddens me is, is still comedy. I used to love comedy. It put you in a good mood. It was great. It made you laugh. Mm-hmm. It's all gone stale now. I think the problem is until people are not afraid to offend people, then comedy's going to remain unfunny and stale. Where's the, where are the George Carlins? Exactly. They're too afraid now. But you, you have got a resurgence, resurgence here of people who just don't give a damn. So I can see a little bit light for well, this. Well, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. And Dave you know, Chappelle I mean, and people like that. Don't so. you just, just love it? He said, look, he said, yeah. I've got nothing against... Males you know, who are changing into females, just do me a favor, lose the penis. Yeah, let it play out. And then once the consequences become apparent, because you look at Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais, they're the best in the business, and everyone wants to go and see them. You look at your left wing idiots, people yeah. are throwing bread rolls at them when they tell yeah. jokes about Brexit. So that should pan out. Sad, really. Used to love comedy, it was great in this country. Yeah, well, I, I can't name any at the minute, any sitcoms or any comedy sketches or anything. Anything I've not no. watched telly for about 10 years. So. No, I would agree with you. I would agree reason. with you on that. Uh, there used is to flick through anything. all them channels, John, like 40, 50 channels, and you'd flick through them three times. And then one day I just realized there's no point to this anymore. So, your solution is let them play themselves out so that people actually see the truth. Some of it, yeah. But then other things like sport and stuff, people, the, the, the governing bodies are going to have to come in and, and put a stop to it before that's destroyed too. And they'll do it because it's all about the money. Okay, well, I'm calling it there. And also, Steve's not here, so nobody's going to be getting the digital point. I'm not going to call on anybody else to actually never, do that. He never gets them anyway, does no, he? No, he never gets them. No. <laughs> and there is no justice for the Raven, Okay. Let him go down to the oubliette and never be seen again. What do you think of that, Trevor? Super. And all I can say is bring back Benny Hill. Oh, oh God, yeah. You know, that guy was so unpolitically correct. It was great. That's the problem, isn't it? A bit infected with woke. God, we are. Do you know what? We need some... Are we Dave Allen's. Have... We need some Dave Allen's. Are we ever huh? going to have comedians that good again? You know, Dave Allen, exactly, yeah, Dave. Oh, I used to love him. Come on and just say, thank God I'm an atheist. <laughs> I mean, it's like Jethro, isn't it? I know Jethro's yeah. gone now, but, I mean, stuff like that, it's so funny, you know, love thy neighbour and all this stuff. It is so funny. I know. Oh, what about Russ Abbott? It, for God's sake. Russ, Russ Abbott, Abbott was good Russ as well. Abbott, Bobby Davro, the two yeah. Ronnies. It was clever comedy. It wasn't just, I'm going to swear for an hour. I love it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not. I mean, Ken Dodd, look at that. He never, he's never sworn in his life. I've never seen for seventy years. I didn't see it. Ever see him swear? No, he it never was did. So funny. I mean, all right, we can go. Benny Hill was a little bit innuendo. I loved and, it. I loved fantastic. that old style comedy. I also loved Bernard Manning. He was the one that actually really, no. really got rough yeah. to the edge. 
you know, on certain things. And, you know, when he said some things, but he was funny and he had friends and followers amongst all parts of the community and they just loved the comedy. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, statement, do- statement, absolute statement. Bernard Manning was one of the most generous people on this planet. Indeed. He gave, he gave more to charities than you'll ever know. So, in fine, has popular culture become poisonous? Yeah. Is yes. that a yes? Is it driven by materialism? Yes. Definitely. And identity politics? Definitely. It's an understatement. Okay, so we're looking at all of those things. So we're saying, now, are we actually going to say it's up to the people to actually make the decision and start to actually come? Is that what you're saying, Mark? Some of it, on some of these issues, yeah, it, it, it's down to the, your feet, mm. isn't it? And they've you got to make a decision. Yeah. Exactly. Well, in don't that case... Don't spend so- your money where you don't want to spend your money. Well, okay. Dead well, simple. If it doesn't feel right, it isn't right. It's as simple yeah. as that. Well, in that case, then, I'm going to call it there. There you go. There's the music. And we will have music to say goodbye to. So. I love that music. Who wrote that, Jonathan, by you? <laughs> just, just happens to be to some fabulous man called Abfab, and it just happens that I was there when you wrote that. That's to, right. That's to right. The second, I was watching you. Quite simply, uh, call me Tina. <laughs> and the okay, best. Tina, who wrote that music? <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan. And wow. I'll just have you know that it's got my. What's my title there? Trevor Nichols, Warrington North. That's the one. Oh, oh Warrington North, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Here we go. This is this is media being influenced straight away. <laughs> well, yeah, we know what your style is. Warrington people, please, thank you. All right, okay. Statsman, say goodbye. It was another goodbye, great special. Everyone. Good discussion. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to go. Indeed. Well, yeah. that's a good night from everybody. Can I'm we gonna... save our country? Yes, we can. Can yeah. we reverse it? Yes, we can. <laughs> and Trevor then we Nichols take the potatoes and we smash them all to bits. <laughs> <laughs> and then they mash them. Especially that raven. Yes. His new seagull friend. <laughs> oh, God. Now, wasn't it great that that, that that seagull would actually take the money? That was so super. You know, we need yeah. you to attack the raven. Oh, no problem.